with the boys, that would not have been good. You know what else is not good? Uh, the under in Marlins Phillies, if you played that, is already dead in the fifth. <sighs> Nine nothing Phillies. So let's move on. Let's talk some more baseball, but let's do it with our guy, Kenny Ducey. Covers baseball for covers.com. Kenny, how you been, man? I have been great. This is I think this is my debut doing video with you guys. So this is this is a thrill. It's nice to see you put faces to names here. Yeah, it's much better when we're on the Is video. it real brick behind you? It it, it it's real brick. I, you know, I can't take a piece off, but it, it's I don't know if you can hear it. I can put the mic up to it. It's real. I just hurt my knuckle knocking on it. Real brick. Oh, kind of like Jake McDaniels. Kind of like it, yeah. That's a very, very good segue, a very topical joke. Very uh, A-plus. <laughs> Thank you. Kenny, I want to start with the Tampa Bay Rays because I did play them to win the division. I mean, we were getting better than 3-1 to one odds. I know everybody loved the Yankees for the third straight year. Everybody loved Toronto, but this rotation. But do you think what they're doing offensively right now is sustainable? I mean, not that they're going to go undefeated this season, but do you think that they should be the favorites right now to win the division? Or do you think that this team could win 90-plus games and maybe make a run? Look, I, I don't want to disparage the wins that the Tampa Bay Rays have had. I think they're a very good ball club. I think that this AL East is going to be a very, very tight race. And that's why I, I didn't love the Yankees to win the division coming in. I did like the Blue Jays. I still like the Blue Jays. I still think the Blue Jays probably probably win. The Yankees have overperformed as well, uh, or at least outperformed my expectations. But talking about the Rays specifically, I do think that they're built for success. I mean, you look at the fact that they have obviously top end offensive talent with Randy Rosarena, but also and Brandon Lau uh, hasn't even really hit that well. He's starting to come alive. He had a grand slam yesterday. But Harold Ramirez, right bottom of the order. I mean, th this is what the Rays are so good at doing. They just churn out these random guys and then flip them for uh, very exciting players to, to put them over the edge or maybe to put them into championship contention. Uh, Harold Ramirez is an unbelievable offensive talent. We saw that last year in spurts. And I think certainly that he could keep it up production-wise. Uh, and obviously, you know, they have one of the best young players or one hitters or young hitters rather uh, in baseball in Wander Franco. So I, I think they have plenty of talent to keep this going. I do think it's going to be very difficult for them when they face some of the better teams in the American League. But with the schedule changes this year, obviously not going to be playing the Yankees as much, not going to be playing the Blue Jays as much. That certainly helps because I don't know if there's really a very, very dangerous team out there that's going to slow uh, really anybody. I think there's a ton of parity in baseball right now. So with that, I think the Rays can keep it up. I don't know if they're going to run away with this division. Uh, like I said, I think they've played some pretty crummy teams so far, and I think once they start to face some real talent, uh, then it's going to be difficult. So I, I think I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on the Rays' love here. But I, like I said, I think this AL East is wide open. Pump the brakes on the Rays. Love me some Rays. They've been delivering us with some good bets, especially on the run line. I'm curious, Kenny, your thoughts on the Mets because I'm watching them play the, the Padres, watched them this weekend against the Marlins. And even though they're 5-5 five and five, and they're just one game back behind the Braves, it just doesn't feel like these two teams are really in the same class, specifically when you look at the power that the Braves have and the Mets really don't outside of Pete Alonso. What do you and, and a lot of people are now starting to think about put, picking pushing the panic button on these Mets. Like, what's your take on them? Well, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. And I'm staring into a camera lens, so I have no idea what's happening. But I did take the Mets tonight, and I think Max Scherzer is one of the guys that I certainly is cause for concern. Right, two bad outings in a row uh, against you know not, not the best teams in the world to be facing. So I, look, I mean, eventually Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, whether it's at 57 years old, 62, whatever it is. They're not going to be able to throw a baseball uh, and get guys out anymore. So I do think that, you know, that is something that has to be in the back of your mind. I would say in terms of the offense, there's not really that much cause for concern. I mean, I, 
I just think it's a slow start for them overall. This is the, the way that they've been constructed for several years. They made the playoffs last year, obviously, this way. They added Daniel Vogelbach to get a little bit of power into that lineup. But much like the Cleveland Guardians, a team that's playing the other team in, a, in New York right now, the Guardians have three big boppers on their team. They're just not hitting. And I think that's the same thing with the Mets, right? I think ultimately they're getting guys on base. They're, they're running pretty well. Uh, decent start for Sterling Marte. I just think it, it has to all come together. And like you know, like you said, Pete Alonso is going to have to be the guy to really tie it together uh, in the power department. And he has, you know, has a, has a well-documented track record of hitting home runs. So I wouldn't necessarily push the panic button yet here if I were the Mets. The real cause for concern for me is the pitching. Like I, I already mentioned that obviously Scherzer and Verlander, Verlander being hurt, Scherzer getting roughed up in his first couple outings. There's that has to be in the back of your mind. You still trust them in October, right? But how about the other rest of this rotation? Uh, Senga, I don't think he is a front end starter by any means. David Peterson is not good, uh, and Tyler McGill. I, look, he's had two good outings. He seemed to be good when he's on the mound, but the underlying numbers don't really point to him being an amazing pitcher. I think he's going to come back down to earth. With that said, uh, no one I hate more than the San Diego Padres in probably in the world. So I think the Mets sweep him here. I think they get back on track. Eight and five looks good on them. And uh, that David Peterson start might be a problem, but uh, I think they'll get to Blake Snell on Wednesday, and I think they might get this done tonight. Yeah, you can't really be uh, pitching me on on Vogel back though. You just we just he's no, like no I think way. he gets a a homer every fifteen games. That DH position is is abysmal. Yeah, they might as well honest. have like, Chris Davis. They might as well have Chris him. Davis starting. I feel like people only like him because like he's a bigger guy. Because he's funny to watch run. Like I think that's like his one redeeming quality. Like, I thought he was the perfect yeah, brewer. Like he should have retired a brewer. Like I don't think there's like more of a Milwaukee type player. But... He just has fondue all over his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that that's some that's a whole nother American nightmare we do not have time to get into. But yes, I think the sentiment is correct that people don't really like him because he's good at hitting the baseball. Kenny, I got good news. Mets up 2 nothing for you. Uh, the team that I hate the most is the Cardinals, but yet I bet them to win the NL Central. And I want to know, do you think this is a little bit of an overreaction? There's actually two divisions I want to ask you about quickly. Brewers are now minus 130 to win the Central. Cardinals plus 135. Cubs 11-1. to Can't really make the case for the Pirates or the Reds. Do you agree with that? Do you think the Brewers should be the favorites right now, or do you think it should still be the Cardinals? I'm just worried about that pitching rotation for St. Louis. Yeah, pitching has been the thing I'm worried about as well. And Nolan Gorman has looked excellent, right? Jordan Walker, all the hype in the world coming in. He's looked okay at the plate. Like, I, I think that there's obviously plenty of reasons to get excited about the offense and Wilson Contreras dodging that opening day injury. Uh, yeah. One of the things that's great about handicapping baseball on a daily basis is you look into random numbers all the time to try to find edges. Like, randomly over the weekend, I realized the Cardinals have an excellent XFIP. Uh, their bullpen actually is definitely performed a little bit better than would be uh, showing in the numbers. And I think that's very promising Consider the fact that was one of their redeeming qualities last year was the fact they just churn out these arms, right? Even Drew Verhagen off to a really good start. Uh, Andre Pallante is a guy who can throw pretty hard. Like, I like their bullpen. I am I really don't know what's going to happen with the starting rotation. Miles Michaelis not off to the best start. And he obviously he got all the money in the world. So, like, I agree with you. I still think there's we have to watch and see how it develops. Um, but that is certainly the, going to be the drawback. And even Jordan Montgomery, who's been one of their sturdier pitchers, Coming from his Yankee days, like I, I, I don't know if he's really the you know a one or two type guy. So they could be in trouble there. Flaherty's looked okay to start the season, and oddsmakers called it, and, and they were right. So you know we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic with the St. Louis Cardinals. I do not think I would make the Brewers in into the the minus territory right now. Uh, I know that they are a pitching factory. I know they have Bryce Terang, who I love, but. To me, it's it's a hot start. I think things will even out. I think the Cardinals probably in the NL Central still win it. So I actually think getting him a plus money is a pretty decent deal right now. 
Also wanted to ask really quickly about the AL West, just because it's kind of crazy to see the Astros minus 130. I know they're four and six, but Seattle's also four and six. Do you think you'll get a better price if you wanted to play Houston? Do you even think that that's the right pick in the West, or can you see maybe Seattle? Or uh, I have to laugh when I say this: the Angels winning the division. No, honestly, I'm still I'm still high on the Angels, and I think you could. Pro- I think the price on them probably better now than it was. I, I just look Brandon Drury. If there's one thing to take from this interview, that guy looks like dog water. He does not look good at all. Uh, I, I don't think that was a very good signing. But Gio Urshela looks okay. Luis Renjifo, good hitter last year. I think he'll round out into form. I think the the Halos have absolutely a chance to to steal. Uh, second place in this division. I don't know about first, but hey, Jose Altuve is hurt. Maybe the yes and Astros deal with some injuries, deal with some adversity. They're starting rotation. There's plenty of question marks there, right? So I think that, uh, sure, that they could absolutely make a run at this thing. Do not like the Mariners that much, though. They are not hitting the ball very well at all at the moment and weren't even able to hit Zach Blizak yesterday or uh, the day before. So just uh, uh, not a great run of it for Seattle and the tough luck loss, but I, I still, I'm still not really high on this team. So I think the Angels are still the sleeper in the AOS, for sure. Yeah, if you can't take advantage of Plesak, then what are you really doing, right, Kenny? The bottom of the A's order roughed yeah. up Zach Plesak in his first start. So if you got better than the bottom of the A's order, get out of here. It's crazy. A Philly, you were talking about bullpen ERA, has the worst uh, ERA for their bullpen in the National League. I know they are up 9-0 on the Marlins. I don't know what's going on with that against Sandy, but what's happening with the Phillies? Do you think that this is one of those things that are going to level out, or is this something that we should be concerned about? Yeah, as the as the resident Phillies expert around here, I will say that there's certainly cause for concern just energy-wise, right? I think it's going to take a little bit of time to get over the loss of Reese Hoskins. I really think that was just uh, a devastating blow for this team. The bullpen, uh, I, I think it'll actually get a little bit better. I think Matt Strom, who's, who started tonight, uh, he's been pretty good. They're going to obviously reinstall him in the bullpen once this starting rotation gets healthier. So in terms of leveling out, if that's the term you want to use, I think that's what's going to happen here. I, I really do still trust the, the talent on this roster. Bryce Harper, the news came out, what was it, last week, that he's pretty close to a return or closer than we thought. So if they can get him back relatively soon, they can get healthy in the rotation. Matt Strom goes back to the bullpen, shores up the back end of that bullpen. Maybe he's a two-inning guy. Maybe he's, uh, you know, the next – or who Garrett Crochet was supposed to be for the White Sox, uh, that next super reliever. I don't know if it's him, but I do like the way that he's pitching, and that'll be nice in that bullpen alongside David Robertson. Uh, maybe they add a guy at the, at the deadline, uh, you know, like they always do. They always have to because they never are able to find these guys organically. And I do think that the Phillies ultimately will still figure this out. I don't know if they're going to win the division – but I don't think they're this bad. I think that 9-0 against the Marlins looks is much more fitting of them uh, than what we've seen so far. Do you like plus 650, though, just as like a sprinkle for them to win the NL East? Yeah, why not? I hate everybody, Tristan. So obviously, let's do it, right? I don't. I do not like uh, the, the Mets that much. Obviously, we talked about all the question marks they have. The Braves. Very good offensive team, um, but really, I mean, we saw with Dylan Dodd on Sunday Night Baseball, they're still, the back end of this rotation, still a big question mark, and while they do have really good front-end arms like A.J. Minter at the end of games, the back end of this bullpen, not looking that strong so far. So there's obviously reason, that there's 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 plenty of reasons you can look at that the Phillies could win this thing, and it really stems back to the reasons that we've talked about for the last couple of years, which is that they have a ton of talent, and they just need to figure it out. Rob Thompson found some sort of magic last year remains to be seen if he's actually a good manager but I, I look I think that this team is definitely more talented than than we've been led to believe so far with the start so yeah absolutely anything you like uh, before we let you out of here anything that you like tonight or in the uh, awards market MVP Cy Young or anything 
I was ready to talk about Dan Evans tomorrow on the clay in Monte Carlo. I do like the <laughs> Brewers quite a bit tonight. Uh, Zach Allen has not looked that good to start the season. I'm not sure if I'm ready to call him cooked quite yet, but the Brewers, Wade Miley, has looked good to start the season. I think he's a little bit tricky for this Diamondbacks team. They have a lot of left-handed bats they rely on, like Corbin Carroll. Uh, so I think that this is a potentially bad matchup for Arizona. Wade Miley is pretty good. And, you know, Zach Allen has not shown us yet. He's had issues with walks. He has is- he's had issues with home runs. He has not shown us yet that uh, he is the Zach Allen we remember from the last few years. So, uh, I mean, look, he's, he's cold. Why don't we keep fading him? Plus 120 uh, on a good offense like the Brewers. Give it that to me. No, no, no. Actually, you brought up Monte Carlo, ATP. Any, what, what do you like tomorrow? Because I don't think you've actually ever given out a loser on this show. This is true. Oh, well, that's, that would be wonderful then. Well, I, I don't, give I don't out, mean to like, I, eight, I just set you up for failure. Let's, no, I, I know. But I do like Dan Evans. Uh, he, he's looking a lot better these days. He's at plus money. He's obviously beat Novak Djokovic here at Monte Carlo a couple of years ago. I also like his compatriot, uh, Jacques Draper. Uh, it was plus one thirty. This is a little oh, British yeah. action for like, you, Mike. So, I like uh, accents. Uh, no, take, the, take the Brits tomorrow on the clay. Kenny, thanks, man. You're the man. Such the man. Just we'll a bucket of info. Great, great, great to be with you guys. Also, shout out to Fordham. Nick Nick wanted me to uh, give you a shout out. So we love Absolutely. Fordham around here. Go Rams. Kenny Go Ducey. Rams. Guy does great work. Covers.com. Check Covers. him out. Covers.com. Literally read his stuff. That Covers. guy is uh, everywhere. Yeah. Tennis, baseball. He does it all.